Hello and welcome to another episode of Buzzy Talks, the place where we meet with designers, buzzy friends, architects and other experts to discuss happy healthy workspaces, new trends, designs, innovative solutions for the workspace and a lot more. Today I have two guests with me in the studio, you will have a short introduction to them later on, but let's first introduce you to the topic we are gonna discuss today, namely creating connected and well-balanced spaces. The spaces in which we live and work for that matter should be places where we thrive. However, there are often several factors that negatively impact our health and happiness and these are poor light and sound. Sound impact us to a great extent, mostly subconsciously in effect. There's plenty of evidence out there that show how sound affects our moods, well-being and even productivity for better or for worse. The same goes for lighting. Good lighting can help us perform better, prevent tiredness and headaches, resulting in increased productivity and better overall well-being. Sound and light should therefore never be an afterthought for space planners or interior architects, especially in a time where health and well-being are top of the list for professionals and building standards. So with our in-house guests today, Daniel, our acoustic ambassador, and Sarah, product manager, lighting, we are going to dive into how to create connected and well-balanced spaces, focusing especially on sound and lighting. So welcome to the two of you. I'm happy that you uh, are here today and that you wanted to join the Bussy Talks, the fourth episode. Thank you for having us. Yes, our pleasure. Before we start, let's uh, do a quick introduction to uh, the both of you so our listener can, uh, can get to know you a little better. So who will, uh, who will take the lead? All right, well, I will kick out them. So my name is uh, Daniel Verloven, and uh, as uh, Catherine already mentioned, my official title is Global Acoustic Ambassador. I'm in this function since about four years now, and uh, I really see myself as a uh, missionary. I'm really on a health and well-being mission. I'm touring the world, and I really try to convince people um, like end users, architects, interior architects, facility managers, and everybody who's concerned by mental and physical well-being and health of his employees. Um, I really try to convince uh, end users and architects and interior architects, facility managers, and everybody who's concerned uh, and preoccupied by the uh, well-being of their uh, employees of the importance of uh, acoustics. So I'm touring and I try to uh, bring on some knowledge and proficiency in that field of uh, wonderful acoustics. Thank you. Sarah? Well, I'm Sarah. I'm uh, I'm have a bit of a smaller introduction, but I'm a product manager for Buzzy Space with a bit of expertise in lighting. And together with a very very inspired team of Buzzy Space, we really try to find new acoustic lighting to upgrade our acoustic portfolio and really keep an eye on the market. And it's nice collaboration with Daniel to make those lightings also acoustic performance. So together we we make uh, acoustic a great team. Lighting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the A team. Yeah. Thank you. Um, let's uh, with this short introduction. Let's uh, yeah just dive into what we are here to talk about today, namely sound and lighting. And before we totally dive into it, we are going to take a little detour, which will lead us on then to the to the final topic. But I want to start out by saying that for several years we have talked about the homification of the office and the importance of creating happy and healthy workspaces. Now, however, it's also something that you see governing bodies uh, have more focus on and they're even making legislation about it. Sarah, I know you're very much into certification, the legislation part as well. And therefore, I wanted to ask you as well if you can dive a bit more into this, seen from the perspective of the legislation and how 
they're well the the governing bodies are are looking at this well at busy space indeed we have always taken well being in the office and being a healthy happy person in the office as a big uh, important factor because we do spend about 90% of our time indoors so that's quite a lot so we need to be inspired and we need to feel good so we took we took that as a very important factor but now we see that there's a popularity rise for for the real building rating systems and what is a building rating system well it is um, a kind of legislation that describes how you can you can furnish your your building uh, to make sure that it's a, a good and healthy environment and it comes down to more of the um, some of four or five or six pillars or concepts in which they want you to uh, contribute and what is really really nice is that one of the concepts is acoustics and one of the concepts is lighting so with our products, acoustic lighting, we can contribute to multiple factors in the building uh, rating systems. So that's really great because it really adds a lot of value to the well-being. And now we can see that legislation also proves that it does. Um, and also we have a lot of products in our portfolio, of course, that also contribute in different uh, ways. For example, we have our Busy Balance, which is a real active furniture. And that's also something in the building rating system that is valued because it makes an employee more active. So it's really the, the, the building rating systems really resemble the, the philosophy that we have within Busy Space. So it's, uh, it's really nice. Yeah. And yeah, if I may, may contribute, when we decided to uh, uh, take on the or to merge acoustics and lighting, it's not because it was something uh, trendy, because we just see there's a necessary chemistry between the two of them, because two uh, of them, uh, so sound and light together with good air treatment, but that's for another field of interest, are the, the main contributors to creating those happy and healthy workplaces and we really see and we can only re rely upon uh, research and studies and surveys that we uh, look upon uh, the detrimental effects both elements can have on the uh, people's mental well-being when they're not treated uh, properly and it's something that's still still undermined by a lot of facility managers or CEOs because of the lack of knowledge in that field of interest so we try to contribute via bringing uh, reporting and also all the all our knowledge in order to convince people that they really should prioritize on those two elements yeah I think this, uh, yeah, this already leads a bit onto uh, the next question I had for the both of you, because Sarah, you mentioned that two of the pillars was one light and one was sound or acoustics, and why it's so important. Uh, Daniel, you already touched a bit upon the um, the impact that it can have on our health and well-being as well. So if we dive a bit deeper into that, why is it that sound and lighting and acoustic lighting is so crucial to how we feel, how yeah, our health and well-being in general? Well, first of all, if I uh, may say and more concentrate on my field of uh, of interest, which uh, which is really like a sound treatment, um, sound never sleeps. We really wake up in the morning, we go to bed uh, with with sound, and even until the day they switch off your life monitor, you're always always exposed to sound. So it's something that we cannot switch off. So we are uh, forced to be exposed to those sounds. And if we wish sometimes to exp uh, to uh, switch off the sounds around us, it's not possible because it's a bit contradictory. It's like a cutting edge 
on one point we want to cast out all the chatty colleagues and uh, noise coming from mechanical and technical devices but if you would at one point shut off all those noise around you you would feel very uncomfortable so it's really a question of finding the right balance about what's achievable technically but also what's what people can have what people can have as a noise that makes them work in a very quite a supportive way and I think that's very challenging sometimes because uh, if you would could just copy paste all those elements because sound is a natural uh, thing and also light daylight if you would just copy paste that into an office setting would be ideal but we have to do it in a technical way and that's often very very challenging in uh, making that transition in a technical way yeah, yeah. and um, I know you are also uh, very much into looking at uh, more the well what happened to our bodies and and can you elaborate a bit on that as well yeah so depending on, on because now we're getting a bit technical on the type of frequencies or sound exposures our body will react in different ways so if i take for example like lower vibrations coming from heating ventilation uh, air conditioning they will really will create a neurotransmitter our body will release neurons which will make you feel very very tired and on the other hand of the spectrum you have like the high frequency sounds coming from yelling kits from sirens going off but also coming from mechanical and technical um, devices and they will make you feel more agitated more irritated so it will always have an impact on your uh, blood sugar levels and on your stress levels and also uh, cortisol levels and also we have to make a difference between people that work in an urban setting on a countryside setting on the countryside people are not exposed to uh, like noisy sounds coming from traffic so they are surrounded by nature sounds and they are much quieter already they have less stress than people in an urban setting in an urban setting people go out in the morning they have to rush through the uh, metro or take a taxi or dr drive to traffic they're already very agitated so by the time they get into their office but i think then sarah can fill in on that uh, perspective then when they come in and they're exposed to a way too bright light also that mm -hmm. will have an impact mm -hmm. on the way their body will react to those yes exposures mm -hmm. yes lighting is very important to to how people feel um, it's 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 in in the daylight we have different color temperatures for example that um, that we see and it shows our body to wake up it shows our body to calm down it shows our body to be active and so it kind of triggers its into behaviors absolutely yeah. and that's called the circadian rhythm I think yes indeed if I believe <laughs> it's correct um, so if we then be 90% of the time indoors and there's just one color temperature or there's just one type of setting um, then our body is a bit distracted and it does not know to wake up it does not know to calm down it does not know to distress so also that is something to play with and it's, it's very important to keep an eye on on those things because at the office we are a lot of time there and we need to be we need to feel good because we all only have to go to work longer. Yeah, because people always seem to think that when they are stressed, when they're feeling tired, when they're feeling that their blood sugar levels are uh, increasing, that it's all related to the work that they're doing from sitting behind the desk, getting irritated by a mail that they receive, um, their uh, colleagues chatting on from it. It's really themselves being exposed to way too high um, uh, noise levels or too uh, bright light and uh, that's very difficult because if you would be able to monitor people and you would really do some search on them like a bodily search for mm -hmm. for 24 hours they would be surprised themselves what an impact uh, mm -hmm. dramatic dramatic impact all those elements have on them 
Well, yeah. it's also the benefit of acoustic lighting is the fact that sometimes um, people do offer acoustic solutions and they want to solve the acoustic problem, but then they put on um, acoustic clouds above the um, office space and then they block out all of the light. So then you have really a light issue. Yeah. So that, that combination is really is really what we need. You, yeah. you have to have both. I think you cannot solve one or the other separately in a very good way. So I think it's it's good to have them both. Yeah, no, and, and I think that's... Uh, you are, yeah, again, leading on to the, one of my next questions as well, because if we then look towards potential solutions to creating these well-balanced spaces and that's, well, solutions that help promote the well-being and accommodate some of the, the standards put forth by governing bodies, and we talk about acoustic lighting, captures kind of the best of both worlds. If you compare to just a few years ago, there are more and more manufacturers of acoustic lighting. Um, but what are some of the essentials, if you can give some advice what are some of the essentials that interior designers architects or anyone basically picking out these solutions that they should keep in mind when it comes to acoustic lighting well i think it's very important that uh, that a brand that provides acoustic lighting has experience in both lighting and in acoustics that not one of them is like the little brother uh, because they're both equal equally important so i think that is very important and at buzzy space we do have that so that's very nice on top of that i think the combination of upholstery the 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 fact that we are in in instance furniture company um but we have a very nice upholstered uh, experience that we um, use that in our lighting is very great because we then can offer a lot of options, a lot of fabrics, a lot of um, upholsteries to our lighting that can be combined with, for example, furniture to create a very clean and um, nice look. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's important that interior architects, uh, architects and designers that they really should not uh, continue to randomly apply products. There's a lot of uh, maths and science behind uh, trying to decipher like how. Uh, a room should be uh, properly balanced on both lighting and uh, acoustics level and it really has to be measured we just have to measure it and we have to uh, apply some mathematic uh, formulas in order to uh, balance a room properly it's it's as simple as that i mean it would be like you're feeling sick you open the drawer of the where all your medicines are you just take whatever you first put your eye upon in order to try to uh, solve any issue but it's not going to help if you don't take the proper product and it's exactly <laughs> the same what we have with acoustics and lighting if you don't look first at the situation how it is now and how to properly deal with it and just randomly apply products it's not going to help anything at all mm. and that's something that we really fight uh, against too often that people out of budget restrictions they just take half the solution which is a bad solution because it's no solution at all or they just don't have any budget anymore so and then after six weeks they get complaints coming from everywhere people going to CFO to CEO to the facility manager and complaining about uh, noise overdose and also by lighting being uh, not correctly uh, uh, balanced and this is where the, the problem starts and this is something that we really try to uh, bring on from the initiation of a project already yeah and um, if we then because Sarah talked about the uh, upholstered part of the acoustic uh, lightings as well mm -hmm. we also have several felt products in our portfolio if we look at the well if we compare the two and looking at the different needs um, mm -hmm. well or the different well 
objectives that, they, that these products can solve. Um, what are the difference between the uh, upholstered ones and the more um, with the, the felt products? Yeah, well, it's it's purely technical. So everything starts with the, the core material that you use. So if you use like a very porous material, that means with a lot of cavities, it means it will soak up sound energy to a maximum and you will be able to cover what we call the entire frequency spectrum. That means like a lower frequencies coming from the heating, ventilation, air conditioning, you have speech frequency, and that's very key in uh, in a setting, especially in a meeting room, speech intelligibility and speech clarity. And then you have the uh, high-frequency sounds coming from people, ringtones, people clicking with their nails on a keyboard. So if you want to cover all of those, you have to go for porous materials. So, and there the principle is simple. The more mass, density, volume that you create, the better your product will work on those different uh, frequencies. If you then take into consideration specifically uh, felt, felt is not a bad product, but it only is like a thin layer and it will uh, only work on what we call the consonants, which are part of the speech frequencies, and then the, the, the higher frequencies. But that doesn't mean it's a bad product, but you always have to look case by case and see which product will best be adapted for uh, a specific issue. And I think with lighting, it's exactly the same. We have decorative lighting, we have functional lighting, and there yeah. you have to make a distinction as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that really makes a makes a difference between our competitors, the fact that we offer, we don't see acoustics as one thing. It's a range of issues, a range of product, product, uh, problems, and we have a range of products to to help to to solve it and that's indeed also so uh, for the lighting we have our decorative to create an ambience and to create a, uh, a fun situation and then we have our functional lighting for more office like um, situations where you have more lux and lume on your table so we have everything in our portfolio to to serve all those kind of types of uh, situations so yeah. that's yeah. And, and and i think that um what should be prioritized is first the technicality of your mm. of your product accordingly the problem that you're confronted with and not the aesthetics and that's something that often uh, is done in uh, the invert, uh, inverted way mm -hmm. uh, so i think it's also that uh, something that designers should take into consideration uh, seriously that the uh, products they serve the solution and not the other way uh, around we have the tendency of coming immediately with a product whereas normally you should first address the the issue and then the solution that you bring to it and i mean the technical solution the amount of square feet amount of square meters the uh, glare that you need onto a certain table in lighting terms <laughs> uh, and then you come with a solution uh, or with the product the product is really like the ultimate element that you bring on but in the yeah. first discussion that's not something that should be prioritized no but i do feel that it, what what Buzzy space offers is that acoustics can be seen that it can be a fun product inside of a room it does not need to be tucked away inside the buzzy of the head ceiling. is a great example of yeah, this absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's an example that that acoustics can be fun and nice and pretty yeah and not tucked away inside of the ceiling or or, or uh, tucked away yeah inside I, of a I think our products they're perfectly blend in into mm -hmm. Uh, each imaginable interior it can be very classic can be high-tech can be like a loft style but i really think that they all perfectly uh, match and they blend in and i think for people mm. who don't know anything about acoustics or lighting they just step into the room and they just would go wow this room looks fantastic not asking like where is this acoustic uh, lighting uh, device coming from they they don't stand still at that at that point it's just when they dig deeper into it that you could say look we did we had some acoustical issues and we had to do some some treatment but we really want to 
design uh, and manufacture products that don't have the appearance of being an acoustical product, yeah. but still delivering what they should do. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Before we end off, maybe we can give a little sneak preview or a little, we can talk a bit about two of the new solutions that are launching. Uh, we have an upholstered one, we have a felt one, we have the Buzzy Jet Standing, which is the upholstered one, then we have the Buzzy Cone of felt. Okay, well, uh, the Busy Jet Standing is a is a really nice product, and it's something that I think we we missed inside of our portfolio. It's a it's a product that is um, not fixed to the electricity inside of a building, so it's really an add-on after um, your your room is designed. You can just add it on and make create a kind of nice setting, a zone where the acoustics can really contribute. So it's a luminaire that is um, high in lumen output, so it's a real functional lighting, but also combined with very functional um, very functional acoustics. And it's uh, related to our busy jet family, so we know our busy jet already a uh, few months, years. Mm. Um, and it, that's a suspended version, uh, but now we will also have a portable or a floor uh, stand of those um, types. So it's really nice. And then we have our busy cone, which is a new suspended um, fixture. It's fitted with our busy LED globe or our LED spots, and it's a um, um, cone-shaped felt product finished off with beautiful push buttons. Um, and Which is something new that we yeah, are introducing normally, this year. Normally we have our lacing, but now we have also some push buttons, which, which gives it a really fun, uh, fun accent and look. And the conic shape really shows in different angles and it, it makes a kind of acoustic cocoon above a table or a, or a office kind of setting. So it's a, it's a really fun product. I think we will have some great projects with that. Again, thanks to Daniel and Sarah for joining us today. We hope you liked their visit as much as we did. Take care and see you next time for a new episode of Buzzy Talks.